Sancho is posting his highlights on his Instagram story for a reason. So people can, so see, people it. can yeah. see what he's doing. So people can see it. Manchester is red. Yeah. And it'll stay red. You think Messi's kids are going to survive in Manchester? Like When they, it comes down to they it. They get bullied. <laughs> Culture fam, my name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matuzinho, and I've said it from the beginning, and I'll say it now more than ever. Ronald Conman, it's time to go. And today Jeez. we're coming at y'all with episode <laughs> 35 of the Footy Culture Podcast. <clears throat> Once again, I'm joined today by Jay, Canadian footballer here. <laughs> uh, Are you starting Jimmy? off with that? What? You got Jimmy? Ed and Terzic, biggest fan. <laughs> Dude. Dan and Dave. What's up, guys? What up? And last but not least, a man like Cristoforo. A happy Hopefully this man can choke another game. Yeah, wow. for sure, bro. All right, boys. Calling all the Milan fans. So on the chopping block for today, we got emotions in the FA Cup final. We got La Liga, League 1, coming down to the final straw, to the last game. DVD Pokal. And Juventus desperately trying to cling on to that final four spot. Yo. So without further ado, let's start it off with the FA Cup final. Chelsea versus Leicester. Leicester City. Leicester. How great was it to see fans back in the stadium, man? Bro. Sudden, bro. You can you can nice. feel the you could feel the like you could just feel it when uh, atmosphere. When um who scored again? What was his name? Tillymans. And uh, first, banger, yeah, first way, of all, bro. before the celebration, what a banger, man. Holy smokes. 1-0 first off. A banger from Tillymans outside the box. Around, I think more more to the right side of the of the box. Bangs the top corner. Goes to the fans. You can hear the fans chanting. Just like the whole stadium erupting, man. And that's, and like, it, and that's like half, a bit more than half capacity, I think. I got goosebumps a bit when yeah. I was watching it. It, like was, a emotion, little bit. it was a little emotional. It was Great like, to see. Um, how many people were there? 12K? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, I'm not a. Felt more. It felt like more because we haven't heard fans in so long. Yeah, that's probably. But like, I'm not a Leicester fan. I'm not like I don't care too much about the the FA Cup. People always say Leicester is like every team's second favorite team. Every fan's second favorite team. Just for like the way, just the way they wait. Yeah, just the way they were like. Again, the trophies they won, the Premier League back in was it 2018, 2017, bro. As then, a prem neutral, as I a prem neutral, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But just the fans, just the fans yeah. screaming was crazy, man. Especially oh, even smokes. like foul calls, like refs definitely got the pressure of this game. Like, fuck, like yeah. all these people like booing. You need that, yeah. Exactly. So you heard booing in the stands, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. changes the game, man. Pressure for the team. Yeah. soundtrack, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, before like the the goal, what Tillingmans even had the shot. There was supposed to be a handball from uh. The Spanish guy, what's bro, his name? It was like thigh to hand, bro. Like, what, like it's, 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 it's body, it's body to hand. Is that a count. handball or no? no? It's not an account. It was ball to hand. It was, but it, but it, but it completely, completely changed the and and was involved in this goal. It was, but but the rules say if it's ball, if it's body to hand, then it doesn't count. But not just once Chelsea got robbed; they got robbed again by their goal. What? Well, that's not a rob? No, it's 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 VAR. VAR, VAR finally VAR played a good role there. That's what VAR is yeah, meant for, honestly. Like literally outside, millimeters, yeah. and they were going crazy after that goal, and then being called off. 
Yeah. I kind of I kind of like to see it because Chilwell is a former Leicester player, and you kind of want yeah. the former players to go like this. But he was like, he slid, yeah. knee slide. So like, yeah. No respect. You're right. You're right. Yeah, kind of weird. That just shows oh, you. Was an absolute game towards the end, bro. That one save with his fingertips. At the oh, end. Schmeichel. Tip it out, bro. Schmeichel. He was Schmeichel. man of the match, no? No, Telemans was. I think so. Him or uh, Telemans, Telemans, I think. Telemans. Vardy had a good match. As much as he didn't yeah. obviously score a goal, he always is a vital part when it comes down to like pressuring the defense, pressuring the goalie, just the speed. Ninety minutes nonstop. Yeah. He's a little bit on. He's in a little bit of a slump right now. Yeah, but he's still he's still the okay. main guy, man. Still he's... brings that threat, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, man, how good was it seeing the owner of the team's son coming bro. out, man? But he's the owner now. Bro, he's the owner now. RIP, RIP to his father. But you can see the clips in game. He was like the goal too. He was praying. They had they had a they had a part of the stand of the stands like with his picture. No, yeah, because I think every team had their own section to put like banners up. That was his dad in the picture. And Lester, Lester put his side. Yeah, so, but he came down. He was celebrating with the coach, with all the players, and like it was like it wasn't yeah, like it wasn't like you love to see, bro. But it, it was it, it wasn't. Yeah, that's that's the relationship you need with your coach, yeah. team, owner, everything. Fans, the fans love the, the guy. Yeah. The team loves the yeah. guy. It's, it yeah. shows why it wasn't like a professional. Like, oh yeah, we did it. It was like casual. Like they're all just hugging him. Like they were playing around. They, like they love him, but he also loves the club. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Bad and then they gave him the you trophy. Don't have that with any other club? Anymore. Never. Don't. Yeah. And only smaller clubs. And that's the thing with this club too. Leicester came from such like second division, third division. Like they grew up. But like even the owners too. Like the owners put a lot of time, money, sweat, tears, everything into this club. And even like yeah. the fans too. The fans. Got a lot from the owners. They did a lot of like charity work for the the city, the town. They do a lot of a lot of shit for the fans, and like the fans appreciate everything. And it comes down to it: as much as they're foreign owners, foreign money and stuff like that, like they still come in out to watch games. They still put the money well, and time into it. Most of the Premier League is foreign owned. But yeah, you know what I mean. When it comes, that's the thing. Where you think like foreign like, owners, they don't have the time. Well, they're busy. They're not gonna come visit. They just don't care. It's an investment. That's yeah, the thing. They, they don't. They don't have the interest. It's an investment, they, they, but why not put care into your investments and hopefully, you know what I mean? Because if they're so rich at that point, it doesn't even matter if they lose. If because if, if anything, they could just sell it. Yeah, and like usually that's not their only investment that they're into, right? Yeah. It's Many sure. other things. But look at Leicester now. Leicester's growing. Leicester's growing. Leicester's, Leicester's growing every single so, year. I'm sur- I wouldn't be surprised if they made more uh, signings next season to make their team even better, which they probably are. Yeah, and, I'll get that PL money, man. And Yo, there's... Loki, speaking of that, like, do you guys think Leicester are Leicester are officially a top six team now? Yes. Yes. Spurs aren't a top six team. Easily. Arsenal are not. Like, Arsenal, yeah, no more. Kind of you always think Arsenal. You always think Arsenal in four. Now it's like Arsenal in like if they can make top six. What's your top six team then? Six teams then. I was gonna top ask six, that question. Top <laughs> six teams, like I think Arsenal are still there. Like if you're thinking of like top six teams in terms of like relevancy, not like current form, I think Leicester have become more relevant than Spurs because yeah. they've won more than oh, you're Spurs. Right. You're right. Yeah, it's true. Right. Arsenal have so that that hair, the history that backs them up. In no order, it's pretty much like Spurs out. That's the thing. Leicester, Spurs out. Leicester in. Everything yeah. else stays the yep. same. Yeah. Yep. Man City, Chelsea, yeah. Man U, Liverpool, and. Uh, Arsenal and, and Leicester. Leicester. And yeah, and with that's, Leicester that's my well. top six. Chel- Tottenham? Top six. Tottenham, man, I'm so, I'll am be surprised if they make top six again next year. Bro, Vardy was They might not even make it this year. Meanwhile, Kane? Yeah, I was, was going to say, bro. 
<laughs> man, pause with that, Jerry. Barney's stomping on Kane's legacy. This guy has to man up and hand in a transfer request now. Yeah, he does. He's not leaving anymore. The you guys man. seeing him leave? He said he didn't he J say Jamie Vardy over Harry Kane? Nah. Nah. Come on. I still don't think still so. Kane, bro. Come on. As no. a player? It's Vardy. Nah, still Kane, bro. Still so Kane. Jamie Vardy led Leicester City to a Premier League title. He did. But two different players, though. No, two no. different strikers. At, at their time, no, at their time. The circumstances when... that happened that season were very, No, but very you can tell. What about the circumstances for Harry Kane, bro? What? What circumstances? Bro, they were in that season, too. No? No, but you know, it's true, though. Back when back when they won the league and Vardy... You gotta be available, bro. Back when they won the league and Vardy performed that well, like... James. Vardy, Vardy for sure. Come on, man. James, it's you're telling. I'm choosing Vardy over Harry Kane. Who's who? Nah, who's choosing Vardy right now? Kane's numbers this season, bro. Okay, bro, but then you're terrible can... numbers. Why isn't he winning, man? Because his team is ass. Leicester. Leicester are a good team. Leicester are a good okay, team. Spurs have this financial backing, and there's yeah. technically a financial bigger... backing. What, what, they have the financial backing, the but there's many teams that have financial backings and can't do it. You're saying Sun's not a good player. Bergwijn. That's it. Leicester's a better run team. They have better scouts. Exactly. Sure, the the team in general is better run. Are all young and talented. They have they have better owners because you, as you can see, they actually care about the club. Mm -hmm. Management, Spurs manage, management is just a mess right now. Where they have Mason. Meanwhile, they have Brendan Rodgers, someone who could have won the Prem, won the Scottish Prem. They have a manager with experience, and Leicester is just a better run club in general. Man, Plus if Spurs, if you look at the top five goal scorers right now. Kane and Son are up there. There's only so much they can do, man. Yeah, bro. Like it's not it's not their problem. It's not their issue. It's it's Spurs team. Spurs the team. And double digits and assists too, bro. Like Kane Kane all day, man. He's stat padding, bro. He should leave. He can't leave, man. Who's gonna take him? He just he just wants to build that Premier League top goal scorer legacy. Okay, go to a different team in the Premier League. It's hard to go to a different team, man. No one's gonna pay that. Who's no gonna pay for that? He's low key. He's trapped. Yeah. He's trapped. Dan, Dan Levy won't let him leave, bro. If he mans up and says, "I want to leave," he's not saying. But where's he gonna go? But if you look at it from a Spurs point of view, you let him go. What What do you do then? You lose. You lose Kane. You're not. You're not replacing him with anyone as yeah. good as him. Okay, and then you have an unhappy player that handed in a transfer request and doesn't want to play for the. Club. Yeah, but he's, he's still gonna play. This management cares more about the team and the money they make than the players not being happy. They don't care about that. Yeah. Okay, and still, I'm not putting him over Vardy because Vardy's a winner and Kane is not. Kane can be. Just yeah, he can be. So there's he all, can then leave. There's a lot of. Know. There's it's a lot of. Always that easy. There's a lot of players who haven't won a I lot of things. Is. I'm not a pro, obviously, but I don't like, know, man. he has. It's not like he's handed in a transfer request. But you, what if you don't? He, you don't know if he hasn't tried. Man, didn't didn't he didn't didn't he he's come too with scared. an? scared. Like you could tell, he doesn't have that dog in him. He had. Didn't he come out with an ultimatum saying if they didn't make top four, he was gonna leave? I think so. That wasn't an ultimatum though. That was kind of just like a soft quote where it's like. Well, he still he still tried that, and and the season hasn't ended yet, and there's still summer transfers, so it's still gonna happen. Yeah, he probably said something. They just couldn't understand him. Like he probably yeah. put a transfer request in. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, bro. Dan Levy can't understand him. That's why he can't put his transfer request in. Yeah, that's why he's locked up. But yeah, man, the Premier League this season was crazy. Like, you, if you go back to what we our predictions were in the beginning of the season, we definitely had some teams there that were obviously top four. But again, like yeah. Liverpool, they're still fighting for. Well, I'm pretty sure they're top six for sure, guaranteed. But they're still fighting whether they're gonna make Europa League or Champions League. 
It comes down to the I mean, last. Only, I think, I, it comes down I to the last game. It comes down to the last game because it, right now Liverpool are in fifth after today's win, and they cannot drop uh, to six. It's impossible to to go into six because Tottenham again they're fifty nine four points away with one game left. It's impossible. So Tottenham are officially out of European football. Um, West Ham as well, unfortunately as well. We saw them have a good run at mid near like the mid end of the season. They were having a good run with Lingard there. Yeah, it comes down to the last game for Chelsea and Liverpool. And if, if Chelsea still have this two back to back games of L's with the with the FA Cup, sorry, with the, um, the recent game now and the way they performed against uh, Man City. No, sorry, they won against Man City. They lost against they, Chelsea. They lost, they lost against, against Leicester and Arsenal. That was the one. They lost one 0 against Arsenal, so they've been. But they've they play been, Leicester again in the league. They play Leicester so again in the league. Liverpool have it in their own hands. If Liverpool win both games, then they're top four. They have two games yeah, left. Liverpool, well, bro. Imagine Chelsea bottle out a top four and they might. the UCL final, bro. They hey, might. if if what they. What does that mean for Klopp or uh, Tuchel? Tuchel? Nah, not no, man, not much, man. Already put them in that hole, so. Yeah. For Tuchel to bring them up to top four, that's crazy to me, and fans should understand that too. They like need to beat Leicester, they need to understand that. They were, Man, in they, were like they were in 10th. They were in 10th. No, were they maybe? more? They were on the outside. They were like, I think they were outside of uh, Europa League. What, Gerard? Man, he was Lampard. With Lampard, they were bad. They were 8th, something like that. Oh, he brought them to a UCL finals. They like, that's all you have to say. Maybe, maybe, maybe Tuchel's putting his whole hand into the UCL. But the thing is that Leicester is not going to want to lose any points at all. Leicester are going to have to go out there and win the game because, they're, again, they're only 66 points right now and three points away from Liverpool are in fifth. Liverpool have two games yeah, left, they, right? Leicester need to win this next game. Leicester need to get this game to confirm that top four spot because you never know with, with Liverpool if they win the next two games they're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like if, if Liverpool win both games, it's going to be whoever wins that game. Yeah, that's literally it. That's through. literally it. And you can't wait and hope for that Liverpool don't win or anything. You have to just go out there and win. Yeah. yeah. So but that, um, that's that's scary. That's that's what's last game is gonna really be fighting for three, fourth, and fifth place. That's pretty much it. But uh, what a goal from Allison, Matt, eh? Bro, the <laughs> header man, ninety fifth minute, you always you, you always when you always see like those games where the goalie comes up and you're like, oh man, this guy's gonna do nothing. But you always see him come up and. Yeah, they lose the game or something, but it never it never gets to the actual goalie. But this one was pin perfect to Allison, top of the key. Sorry, top of the first. Uh, key, this basketball. Can't even talk. <laughs> yeah. he was on the first post. No one on him by himself. Nice little dink. Gets it in. Everyone just starts jumping on him. Yeah. It's like they it's like they won the, the league. <laughs> he's the first goalie in Liverpool's history to score a, to score a goal. He's also the first Wait. keeper to score a header in the Premier League. That's wild. Crazy stuff. Yeah. You, like you would think it's a lot of first, no? <laughs> it was a good header, man. Yeah. Yeah, usually they score from their own box. <laughs> Howard done yeah. that a couple of times. Yeah, I think yeah, he's done Timmy that twice. Howard. Yeah, Maybe. and Begovic. Yeah, but in relation to that, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, what do you think is a bigger feat? A goalie scoring a goal, like we saw with Allison, or an outfield player saving a penalty? Hmm. Oh, like if they were uh, they, if they came into sub like as a sub. Yeah, like if their goalie got red carded, no more. Subs, Kyle, like, Kyle Walker. No Wait, didn't someone save? Didn't someone save? Kyle Walker, no. Kyle Walker did like a couple years ago. He yeah. saved the penalty, right? Remember when Felipe Melo got that bronze goalkeeper card? That's because yeah. he saved the pen. I think it's got to be an outfield player saving. Yeah, that's definitely it. That never for happens. Goalies, like usually for like a lot of teams, you'll see them coming up in the final minutes to, to you know get ahead on the goal. Yeah, only like 
here and there you'll see it happen, but often you see a player going to net and saving a penalty. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah, and usually goalies are pretty tall, so it gives them a little bit of advantage to get ahead. Yeah, exactly, that too. Players going to net aren't usually that And they're smaller, so there's a disadvantage. Yeah. You've seen it a couple times. I think even in the MLS, it was a penalty shootout, and their goalie got a yellow card for stepping out. Yeah, no, it happens everywhere, yeah. And he saved the pen. It's just really weird situations, yeah. Yeah. I think it is outfield player. um, Definitely. Think about how hard it is to save a professional penalty, and you don't have the goalkeeper training, right? Yeah. At least, like... With goalies, yeah, they don't have goal scoring training, but like they have the height. Like they're good at soccer. Like they have the height. Yeah, you have football. You have some kind of. Ability. Yeah, most players know yeah. how to at least header a ball, right? And, and a lot of goalies start off as players. Yeah. Like they, they come into being a goalie later on in their career. Especially like if you're in the box too, like the ball could just like randomly fall to your feet in like a scramble. You just like tap it, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't usually take that much skill, but like going into net and saving a penalty, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. a lot more pressure there too. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Like. So we finally have our Premier League champions, Manchester City. I think a lot, most of us didn't really. I don't know. Did we see that coming? I really want to go back to our predictions. I mean, for, I think I said Liverpool to be. We, honest. A lot of us said Liverpool. Remember? I don't remember. We should. We should definitely guess. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember. I Liverpool first. I said Chelsea. We're, we're gonna. I think we're gonna we know do that. a recap and go back and see everything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can't yeah. remember to be honest. But we'll do a recap. Yeah. I know I said Liverpool though, 100%. Yeah, so, yeah, Liverpool we'll definitely, well. Once the seasons are over, we'll compare what we had before and what we have now. But yeah, City definitely deserved it this season. I mean, yeah, they definitely oh, deserved yeah. it this season. A lot of players really stepped up that we really never thought thought of. Like Gundogan, you always think he's a, just a super sub player. And look at him now, he's just literally putting in numbers and really stepping up with like players like De Bruyne who are having fighting injuries, no strikers. Yeah. And, you know a, I mean? and a lot of players who didn't step up, like uh, Matt's top goal scorer, Aubameyang. Didn't you have that prediction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arsenal also. You know, pretty, uh, pretty shambolic season. So. Yeah, but you should yeah. have known Arsenal and Aubameyang are both an unserious team and unserious player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is a pretty yeah. safe bet to have them up there. Yeah. I'm not your betting man. You're betting man. And then Did even... you have Warner top Oh, no. Yeah, he <laughs> did. Wait, wait, hold on. I think I got a stat here. I think Timo oh. Werner only has one more goal than Alisson in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, but is Aubameyang in the Champions League final? Okay. Ooh. That's one player. Chelsea's a team. That's facts, bro. Bro, hey, we'll see does Werner, Werner has a CL semifinal goal. True. We'll see if he gets that. Bro. Beautiful header, too. But well, yeah. Aubameyang has a Europa League semifinal appearance. <laughs> bro, Obamian has a star in his head, bro. Like, can't compare. That's facts, bro. Can't compare. <laughs> so this is now this is City's third title now in four years. That's crazy. Dominance. Like it's yeah, crazy because so many people, so together. many people are saying like, oh, but they have no history. Like, which teams are the greatest right now because they have history? Man, you have history. Chelsea have a bit of history in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. Um, Liverpool again, they have like history in the past with Champions League wins, with league wins, but recently. Again, in the past two years, they got Champions League and uh, League Cups. But Man City are really writing their their history right now. They've right, been writing their history yeah. in the past five, six, seven years now. And like, and you know who that's all down to? Gun- oh, sorry, not Gundogan. Pep, Pep Guardiola, dude. And like, you're going to hear it 10, 20 years from now. Man City is still a big team because of their history. And their history is going to be what we're living yeah. right now. Bro, and people were saying before Pep came to England, oh, he's going to have to adjust to the Premier League. Nah, Premier League's got to adjust to him. No yeah, but Pep also joined at the right time. Like, yes, he, he did. They he set did. up a team good enough for him to join. 
Yeah. And that's the yeah, thing. That's what he always does. Pep Guardiola is not going to screw bias. himself over. He's not going to leave a big team to go join a team to rebuild. He's going to join a team that he can know for sure. If I go into this team, I can make this team good and great. Wouldn't you? Know you? Know I mean? Of course. Yeah. Any manager would. Who's and that's what I'm saying. The next level. He's, he's fortunate yeah. enough to have a good resume behind him in order to go to the clubs like these where he can literally go and start, continue winning. Yeah. And uh, I, saw, I saw a little debate on the kickoff. Pretty interesting. Do you guys think City will ever run Manchester. Nah. It's hard. Hey, mate, hey, if they continue in this form in the next five something years, and they kind of compare their trophy cabinet, something, you know what I mean? Like, not like exactly because you can tell, like, the league title, man, you definitely have so many more. Champions League, man, you have obviously more because Man City have been one in you, right? Any other. How many does Man United have? Three? I think it's, yeah, two or three. Something I honestly. But I need my I need my I need my homework. I think it's three. It's my homework. How many does Barca have? Me? Yeah. Five. Because <laughs> Matt put it up for it. But you cheated, bro. I said wait, eight. Wait, what was the question? CL titles? I didn't say eight. He said five. He said five. Said five. Yeah. Said five. Everyone, everyone's failing Matthew's Come test. Come on. Everyone's failing Matthew's test, bro. Three, Barca have five. Juventus have two. Dortmund I said five. five. He says yeah, five. I said two, three, and I was like okay. thinking about. It. I'm pretty sure it was three, but. But like I'm saying, when it comes down to it, man, it, it'll take a long time for Man City to really compare their trophy levels. But when it comes down to like the quality and football and the the way their teams are comparing, like compare Man City's best team to Man U's best team, like, and I mean, see, I was gonna say, let's say in champion. Okay, so Man United has two Champions League, three, uh, three Champions League. Let's say Man City win three. Like, let's say they win a three peat of Champions League in the next three years. Or let's say maybe four, four Champions League. We'll give them yes, you can that's, you can definitely the say they're definitely a, a Manchester City, Manchester United. Like they're going to be one yeah. of the they're going to be one of the cities that known as having two great football teams. You know why I will never say Manchester? You know, you it's going to be hard because again, it comes down to league. It comes down to the Premier League. The way I see it, you know what I mean. And the way that I'll say it never is because how many Manchester City f- legends are there? But they'll they'll come. How many are there right now? Right now? Right now, I can give you three. uh, Four. Legends. Legends. Like proper legends. Three. Aguero. De Bruyne is going to be one. David Silva is one. Yeah, yeah, Toure. Yeah, yeah, Toure. And how how early is that? That's 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 five. That's early 2000s. That's five of maybe like two, you can say. No, No, not Tevez. Nah. No, you can't. You can't do that, bro. They're being created now, though. That's the thing. They're being created now. They're being created now. But it's one of those things that you have to look back at, let's say, by in 2040 next generation know, next generation next after Foden, like once once they've kind of had this run when whenever it ends <clears throat> that's you can kind of look back okay compare this run that they have however long that lasts and compare it to fergie's era with manu you know what yeah. i mean like you know what i mean it's like they had such a great period of success where they won so many titles they won champions league they had like crazy seasons with crazy iconic players and then compare that to whatever city could potentially accomplish Right. Plus, right. another angle to look at it. Um, let's say like a five-year-old kid in Manchester right now, six-year-old, seven-year-old. Why would they support United if they're choosing a soccer team right now or it, football? Team it comes down to the family. Like my father supports Man City. I'm not gonna make my father not want me to support Man City. Not all, the kids don't always support what yeah. their parents looking. Uh, at. My dad's a Juve fan. My brother's an AC Milan fan. Yeah. But how would you feel as a Man U fan and having your son being a Man City fan? happens you don't really it is what it is it, it, it happens. Happens. no but yeah, what, what 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 persuade a, what would persuade someone to choose 
Usually, usually growing up, and my, if my father watches football and they have a favorite team, I'm going to most likely support them. If that's not the case, then maybe, yeah, maybe the quality of football, maybe Man City football is yeah. much more intriguing to me. But when it comes down to it, for you to go and choose a team of football, you have to like football first. And who who makes you yeah. and who makes you want to grow up and like football first? It comes down to your family and like your family, or sometimes your friends too. Yeah. Depending. So when it comes down to it, you're my father's. The, my father would be the first one to show me football. Who, who's my father most likely going to be watching? Man U. Okay, if I start watching Man U, that's who I'm going to grow up loving. And by the time I'm maybe 15 to, and like so years old, and or like 12, sorry, and I'm actually watching football on my own time, I'm switching my own games up, watching more other leagues, I'm probably still going to be supporting the team that I grew up watching, right? I think yeah. a better way to, to question that, to to switch that question around is, what what if if a bandwagoner would be looking to support a Manchester team, who would they choose? Whoever's winning. City. It's the, yeah, City. But, it's not even the word bandwagoner like it's like who like say at like 20 30 or like growing up now like city have players that are like inspiring like sometimes a lot of these kids don't have parents that like like football so they're inspired that's true that's true no that's that's true too but again it comes down to if you're inspired by the player or the team yeah because a lot of people a lot of a lot of players are inspired by ronaldo and they don't know they're not real madrid fans or juve fans that's how a lot of people became United fans. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of people also became UV fans because they have Ronaldo this last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it switches everything. It's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. I but became a Barca fan because of Ronaldinho. Like it comes down to it. It yeah. comes down to it. If, Barca if, Messi. If, <laughs> yeah. No, Ronaldinho. It comes down to Bro, it. If, Messi. If it comes down to it. If you're if you're living in the country and the city you're born and the team you support, I would feel like more of it is more growing up to it. If you're someone living outside of a country and looking to support a team that isn't part of the country you live in, it comes down to more like what you grew up watching on your own time or like your yeah. friends to like James probably didn't, didn't grow up watching German football, but he just loves growing it up watching maybe yeah. a good Lewandowski, good bombing in his time. What? Marco Royce in his time. What, what did exactly. ma- James, what did yeah. make you uh like Bayern? I'm Bayern Dortmund, sorry. Bayern. Like, <laughs> I, I started I started following them with when Marco Royce transferred, yeah, even like even like they're yeah, you back, were inspired by, by a, a player. player. Yeah, even when he was in Gladbach, Gladbach then he was he was a marvelous player, and I know he's always yeah. thinking like I'm not gonna be the te- the guy who supports the top team right now. I want to be the underdogger. So like, of course, growing up to it, like hey, I supported this team for maybe ten so years, and now that they won the league, I I, I was there for the ten years that they were suffering. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's it's more it's different for for like it's the states and like teams like in places like Canada as well. Like we don't. You don't see much uh, of players like supporting uh, national teams. We watch a lot of Europe, so it's different, and that's like that. You have more. You have more options, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, if you're living in a certain city, more than likely you're going to be groomed to, let's say, watch like that whatever country you're living exactly. in. Exactly. Leave. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's, it's like in any other sport. Yeah. And it comes. If you're a kid living in Milan, you're probably going to follow Inter, or you're going to follow AC depending on maybe who you, who you fall in love with more. And like Jay said, if you're a kid in Manchester right now, you're either going to turn on the TV and like you're going to be inspired by how City are playing and you're going to be like, oh, wow, like I, I love Man City. Or you're going to be that kid who, you know what, like Man United right now, I guess if they were playing, you'd probably think they're an underdog, right? They're not, they're not winning every year. For the kids. If you're a kid, yeah. you don't Because if you're a kid and you don't understand the history, you would probably look at Man U as like an underdog if you've only started yeah. watching football recently. Yeah, and true. maybe you'll fall in love with, you know, like the underdog story, right? So it just depends on like when you start watching, where you're from, and 
that's what's so great about the game. It's like there's so many different stories on how you can start, you know, following teams or following the game. And it's like, it's always going to be changing. But it's like ha- sometimes for a team having that period of success or having that team, like that period of like good football that's entertaining to watch can groom so many fans for like generations, right? And it's, it's yeah. especially especially hard, like growing up and, and watching a team that you're like localized, like a team is like, oh, I'm from Toronto, Canada. I'm not going to love watching Toronto FC football. But then it comes down to comparing the football and the way you grew up and seeing like other teams play now. Now I'm watching European football, like the difference of quality, the difference yeah. of the way your coaches too, like nowadays, you, they, they don't say, oh, you better go home and watch the Toronto FC game versus Philadelphia Union. You should go home and watch the Champions League final. You know what I mean? Like which yeah, football? The thing with us, the thing with us is like TFC were invented or created in like what two thousand seven. No, for sure. So, yeah. No, obviously, but it comes down to like it's it's definitely going to be a lot much longer till football in Canada and the U.S. anything gets a lot into the same culture as it in worldwide. Like imagine like TFC winning the when they won their when they won their league compared to Besiktas winning the league compared to Inter Milan winning the league. Look at the fans really going crazy because it comes down to the history. It comes down to how long you've been supporting, how long he's been without a championship. It comes down to like, oh, my father loved this team. Now that it's again, like he's going to first time him seeing the league again. It's been so long. Yeah. Kind of thing. But I guess us is still kind of fresh. But again, the MLS will never reach. How, yeah. how long until how long until it does? You know what I mean? It's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard because it comes down to the culture. Comes down to stuff like that. But I don't know. In, in North America, soccer has so many sports to p- surpass. Has to pass basketball, yeah. hockey, and then American football. Baseball. But it's doing it. It's, it, doing it's, it. it's getting there. I can say, yeah, like, when it comes down to basketball, basketball too. Basketball for sure. When a city wins their league, like, it's crazy. The fans go crazy. Look at Toronto when they won the league. We went crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I can compare it to when, like, Inter Milan would probably win the league. Like, Obviously, we're definitely more careful not shooting flares or rockets or anything. To like, yes, people were. <laughs> Maybe, I th- probably, yeah. Yes, no, actually, they were. were. They were. They were. I'm not gonna lie, but like, you know what I mean? Imagine that here, if like Toronto FC won the league, it's hard. We had it here. Imagine, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, if we had the same experience, nothing happens. Exactly. Yeah. That's football in Europe and in football in North America. That's the difference. That shows yeah. you right there. But end of the day, Manchester is red. Yeah. And it will stay red until, you know. Give it a give it a give it a couple more years. They're one of the best run clubs in football. Yeah, they have a lot of money. They have one of the best coaches in football. So we are living on them, right? We are living their their history right now. Yeah, yeah. Give it a decade or two. I would say in a decade they they might be able to (laughs) compete. No, they need they need a lot more league trophies to win, and that's more than a decade. They can, yeah. They might get one this year. Even if they win every single league trophy in a decade, they still won't have enough as Man U. But they're gonna have champ. They might get a championship trophy this we'll year. See, we'll see. You never know. But um, <laughs> James, speaking about Dortmund, how do they do in the Pokal Pokal midweek? Was it Thursday? It's Thursday. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good week. To big be, game, uh, big Dortmund. Yeah, this was one of those weeks that was literally gonna like make or break the season. You starting with like the Leipzig game last week. It's like if you lose that, you're probably not gonna make Champions League. They then going into playing them again. So well. You know, right? They've been playing. They've been in really good form, and then. They they just came out like they came out on fire on on Thursday, man. Like right right off the gate, like with Sancho with that beautiful goal, and the whole team like like Terzic really just has them playing as like a team, you know. Like he really like obviously doesn't have like the most experience as like a head coach. He's been an assistant coach all his life, but there's one thing that he has. It's a lot of passion. He's like a Dortmund fan, right? Yeah, did, you, did you see that pick of him uh, at the Pokal back in like what 2012 it was? 
Yeah, there was like four or five pictures. He was been to like every Polkow, like every time Dortmund's been in the Polkow final, like there's pictures of him like in the stands, in the stands with his friends and like his family, whatever. Yeah, it's awesome like, to see you... a fan become the man. Yeah, man. it's like one of those like amazing stories, and it's just like he he spreads that passion onto the players, and then he's you know what I mean he's, he's making the team like a unit, right? Which is one of those things that you need because it doesn't matter how many like individual talents you have. Sometimes like it's a team sport at the end of the day, right? And, and like. If you can't get individuals to play well together and you know like each other and have that family like atmosphere, then you won't be successful, right? That's so true. that's one thing that he's definitely had them doing. And you know, Marco Royce came out on Thursday. It was just like a phenomenal performance. I haven't seen him play like at that level in like yeah in some time with like yeah. the injuries he's been struck with. But like that game, he was just like he was on the juice, bro. Like he was like creating chances. He was defending. He was blocking shots. He was pinging passes. Like the only thing he didn't get was a goal. Right, he, he, had, he, had, he had a chance to get a goal um, when Sancho tried to pass it to him. Sancho had an open net. He, he should tried have to tried to, to finish it, yeah. To try, to try to assist him the goal, and then the defender blocked it. But, yeah, it was a great performance. It's always good to get, you know, another major trophy in the locker. So, it's good for the players. They deserve it. They've had, like, a really good season. Um, good for Pishek, man. Send off Pishek. You know, after 11 off years at the... the club, send him off with a trophy. Him and Schmelzer as well. No one's really talking about poor Schmelzer, but... <laughs> He's getting sent off as well, and then you know they came back, you know, just just firing again this weekend. Like you know, they both teams were a little drunk because the Mines players were celebrating last night because they secured um, like staying up yeah. in the lead because of uh, Bielefeld and Hertha tied. So all the Mines players last night were were partying because they're they they're staying up, right? So like actually like, partying. Like they bro, they were. I think it was like I think it was Danny Latza, one of the midfielders. There was like. Uh, on his Instagram story, they were literally like, it looked like they were like in a banquet hall watching the game and the players were just all getting out. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> so today it was literally just like the battle of the drunks. Both both players, all the players were drunk. Both <laughs> teams were just coming out just completely hammered. But, but yeah, it was good to get that win to kind of secure Champions League football, you know, that big weight off your shoulders. And it's been crazy, man. Ever since that game against Frankfurt, I'll be honest, like I was getting ready to watch football on Thursday afternoons, like, you know, I was listening to the Europa League anthem, you know, like, I was thinking, you know, me, me and Stadi were watching Europa League together on Thursday, bro. Not too bad. Not too bad. I was ready for those Thursday afternoons with Spaddy, but, you know, they, they really turned it around and, like, they haven't lost. Like, it's they've been on crack lately and it's, it's good to see, like, that team's finally coming together and it brings some excitement for next season, right? There's obviously, who knows what's going to happen with with the coaching. People, we still don't know if Terzic is going to stay, if he's going to go. He signed an extension um, with, like, higher pay. Um, as the assistant, but they also said like, "Hey, if you want to go and be like a head coach somewhere else, then yeah, that's like, that's it's all you, right? Because you definitely what? deserve it." Yeah, so that's well, what I was gonna ask you. Up to him. That's what I was gonna ask you, James. Like, would you have been fine if he was if he stayed as your coach? Yeah, I mean, at the time where where Marco Rose was appointed, he, like when that decision was made, it was different from now, right? Like at yeah. that point, like he didn't really prove anything, and he wasn't really given a lot of time to prove anything. Um, but, like, based on, like, experience, like, Marco Rose is probably, like, a, a better coach, like, based on experience and, like, tactically. But I think what Terzic brings is that passion, that energy, and that ability to unite a team. And that's, you know, something that you can only really have sometimes or, like, if you're coaching a team that you love. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. let's say, for example, when, when Cruyff was coaching Barcelona, right, or when Pep was co- coaching Barcelona, like, that's a team, like, he loves, like, it's in his heart. And, like, sometimes you just have that different level. Even Fergie with Man United. Like you can tell that he loved that club, yeah, yeah. And it, sometimes it just brings you to like that different level where 
you know you can you can do more for the players even though maybe you're not the, the best tactically or you're not the best like man manager or whatever it is but you can just bring that player to the next level yeah and you learn right you learn about tactics you learn how to analyze teams right defensive schemes corner schemes whatever yeah. right but i think if if he stays as an assistant and you bring in marco rose and that's yeah like, the best of you both know what i think then you have I think that's definitely the best best for him because as a fan, first off, you love staying at the club you're at. Two, you're getting more money than you did the week the year before. You're getting paid better wage. And three, like, yeah. why not be at a team where you can still learn? Because he still has a lot to learn as a coach. He's still yeah. new. He's still young. Yeah. He can still definitely learn under Marco Rose as well. And again, learn for himself. You know what I mean? Learn the players yeah. he's going to be working with if he does become a head coach maybe in two or three years if Marco Rose doesn't do well. Why not yeah. learn and become a favor of the of the team and like develop the look at the team that you're you might one day be coach of and like hey, if Marco Rose leaves and I'm a coach and I'm head coach in maybe two three years, at least I know the players yeah. that I have with me and I know I know the potential that they have, and if I do have to do a couple of changes here and there to make this team really better and for myself as a head coach, you know what to do already. Or you take yeah. that you take all that information you learn and you go to another team. But as as long as yeah. I feel like he's doing a good job by staying because again, it's it. it he did have a good season. Hopefully, I'm not saying it's it's a fluky season or a good season or lucky that or he got lucky to reach top four. But again, you never know. What if he did get a little lucky this season when he was able to actually yeah. reach top four? And let's say he goes to a different team yeah. and he does poorly. You know what I mean? And then his reputation as a manager is gonna go really down to go down now, right? Yeah. Why not yeah. maybe learn is, a little bit? If, if you if you go to another team, you might not like if, if you're if you're coaching like from your heart, like yeah. I was saying, like if he goes, let's say, because I think Wolfsburg was one of the teams I was interested in. Him. Mm. Wolfsburg is still a great team, right? They have good resources, they have a good team, but it's like you're going in there, and it's like it's a completely different job you're being asked to do. You're not being asked, to, you know, coach your your childhood team, and you know, lead with passion. Like you're being like you're being asked to do a job, yeah. Right. So it's like it's like you're going from like you know doing something you're doing because you love it to doing something you're doing like just just be just to try to make money right and try yeah. to like have a career and you so can it's see like, it's it. almost like you're doing you something see completely it. different you can definitely see it you yeah can definitely it'll see be it interesting to see what happens like obviously i'd love him to stay because having you know best of both worlds is is great right he already has you can tell he has such a great relationship with all the players like the experienced ones and the young ones like so that's if you have like the locker room on your side then you're already you're obviously doing something right especially if you have like the whole locker room like on your side it's, it's always a good thing because sometimes you see that with with coaches where maybe they have you know some players that like them other players we don't like them as much but you can see with him he's like one of those one of those people that the whole team kind of really rallied on and said like you know let's 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 do it and, for him and he's so, and he's young right like some of these some of the managers nowadays like yeah are coaching till they literally can't walk anymore like he yeah. has another 30 years ahead of him you know what i mean and like three and oh he's three and oh against nagelsman and there's no rush he's, hey and as of lately, like a lot of big managers that are really being appointed to higher teams are really doing so poorly. And that's another thing. Like now that you have Bayern Munich, again, champions of the league officially, like again, they're, they might do it again next season. They're bringing new management in, right? Every All of these coach, teams are bringing yeah. new coaches in. And even fighting to top four, like a lot of these teams now in the Bundesliga are really being top contenders. And even that, like... Are these teams going to really be making bigger signings? Is 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 Dortmund going to be making more signings? And it's going to be really again, Bayern too. Yeah. Like they're making a couple of signings, but is it really going to come down to next year? Now seeing the table is going to change, right? Like it's going to be really competitive. Like we saw too. Like last year, it was just top two teams and said, yeah, top two teams in in uh, even in even Premier League last year was top two teams. I think it was just Man City and Man City and uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, right? Yeah. This yeah. year too, like all there's literally top contenders for every single league. It was top four. Yeah. Like easily top six, and like it's gonna come down to it, and we like seeing it where it comes down to really like 
Last game now. Continue. It comes down to the last games now. As much as the league's done with, the, we know the champions, but when it comes down to a European football, like these teams start fighting till the last minute, yeah. right? Yeah. So one question, James. So much, one yeah. question for you is like, yeah. what player really stood out for you and for Bar- uh, Dortmund this year? Um, like it was like obviously if there's players that like you knew they were quality, but I think players that leveled up their game to like the next level and made like a huge impact like on the squad itself. Um, I would say Dahoud and then also Akanji. Mm. Like, they both, like, went from, you know, being kind of, like, okay, like, you know, like, they're they're decent players. Like, Dahoud wasn't really playing at all. Akanji was kind of one of those players. He was very, very inconsistent. But, like, Dahoud, ever since he came in, ever since he scored that goal against Sevilla, he's literally been, like, on top form. Like, he's been controlling games defensively. He's been sound. And, like, he's a real engine in the midfield. And it's, like, you can tell the team's not the same without him in there it's like when you have let's say delaney and chan together or bellingham and delaney whatever it is like you're just missing that that one player that kind of he's kind of the glue guy um and then a kanji to the season he's been like the perfect complement for hummels like he has the speed he's extremely intelligent like with the ball um and then off the ball as well and then defensively he's like kind of stepped up his game a lot where he's making a lot less errors i think he's a lot more confident himself because of that and it's kind of just given like a little bit more stable of a back line which was one of the things that was lacking before. Like, the beginning of the season when Favre was playing the three-man back line, there was a lot of errors, there was a lot more open space, and, yeah. and that's what kind of got them in that position where they had to fight back and, and get out of that space. But ever since Terzic came in, he just kept it simple, wasn't trying to do anything crazy with, like, a 3-4-2-1 or a 3-3, whatever, like, all these, like, tactical formations. He kept it simple, you know, let the players went out there and do their thing. And, like, he just tried to, you know, focus on stabilizing the back line. And, and I think Akanji was one of those players that really stepped up and helped stabilize the back line. So, that would say probably those two guys for me. No, for really sure. made a big difference down the stretch. So, now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. looking at the table, we officially have Bayern Munich as a champion, like, as I mentioned. We have Lewandowski tying uh, Mueller's goal record for the league with 40 goals. He one might, game left. One game, one game left. You never know. Yeah. Hopefully breaks it. But yeah, I know he had a shirt underneath his jersey saying "Thank you" or something like that to Mueller. After I think he scored, like, I think no, it said like for, forever. Or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, we have uh, Leipzig with sixty-five points, pretty much secured their second spot. We yeah, have yeah, Dortmund, right. who are now in third place, tied with sixty-one points with Wolfsburg, and we have Frankfurt with fifty-seven. So officially, Wolfsburg and Bayern and uh, sorry, and, and Dortmund are officially top four. Yeah. Yeah, so that's honestly we got we got like you said you got lucky with uh, Schalke beating Leverkusen over during the week. I think it was on a Friday. Yeah, it, it just made it, it either way. We had to win this game, but it just makes things easier because instead of having let's say win and tie or win and win, you're able just to get it over the over with this week, get your win, and then you're you're done. Like yeah, like so next week. Next week is pretty much just a. Uh, you're just fighting for third and fourth. Like and fourth, obviously, yeah. you want to finish third because you get that you get better, like a better potential draw for Champions League, depending what pots you get seated in, right? So and there's still like an incentive to win, but... Bonus money too, probably. Yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. Like, wait, really crazy season for Dortmund, crazy season for Wolfsburg really coming out and showing what they're worth now. Like, they have, Wolfsburg have a really good team too. Yeah, they do. And today's game against Leipzig, they tied 2-2, I think. Philip had yeah. a brace, yeah. nice two goals. Well, and then disgusting and then Leipzig, man, Leipzig were really having a tr- a rough time recently. And again, and again, like this is another thing I want to mention: like managers and players really announcing they're like leaving their club mid season. Like how much of an impact yeah. it really has compared to like to the team 
to the fans, to like the players themselves. Like Leipzig were in a good run all season until like not until, but even late now recently. Now now officially saying like yeah, the manager's leaving. They're also taking Upamecano. A lot of players are leaving as well. Like their form has really been coming down a little bit, and that impacts some teams as well. Like I know Leipzig are going through that. I think um, is it Frankfurt? Gladbach. Gladbach's going through Gladbach that. Gladbach went through it. Frankfurt went through yeah. it. Pretty oh, much like even even to an extent. Like I know it's gonna sound kind of crazy, but Loki Bayern went through it too. Like ever since Hansi That's announced true. he was leaving, like That's they true. haven't been like. As dominant, you yeah. Know what I mean, they've yeah. been losing against teams that maybe they shouldn't lose to. They've been so, tying games, like yeah. So then, what throws off? It throws off the whole dynamics of the team, right? But yeah. one team that yeah. didn't go through it, and it's kind of like a backwards play where you have a manager, but you knowing that the manager is going to be losing his position next season with another manager, is Dor is Dortmund. You know what I mean? Dortmund had a manager with the what's his name? Yeah, it's, uh, um, keep Terzic. Terzic. Yeah. I keep I keep messing yeah. with Tuchel, but it's Terzic. Um, Knowing that next season, yeah, this is, I'm gonna might be still in the club, but I'm not gonna be head coach. And sometimes yeah. they're like, uh, like as much as so you think, like, hey, I'm not gonna keep this position, like this job, this title. I'm like, why am I fighting for, as a, you know, what I mean, why am I proving I have nothing to prove anymore? Like, if I had something to prove, like maybe I could keep my job as head coach. But, but look, he's so like they're in a great streak recently in the past like ten so games. I mean, such a great run, and even showing in the last com- last last couple of games in the Champions League, like unfortunate for their loss, but they're, those games they're playing really well football. Good games. When yeah. it came down to fa- facing a Man City side, Dortmund had a better competition with P- with Man City than PSG with Man City, honestly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, like, it, yeah, no, I, I could, definitely think it's one of those things that you can't you can't do. Yeah. No, it's it's really hard, especially during you like mid season yeah. or like the last couple games left to the season, saying announcing the coaches leaving or even players. And like we've seen it with Werner when they when he left. That was something else too. That was big too, yeah. right? Like. These Not even players, playing this Champions League games they had left. These players leaving like halfway through the league or in Champions League, they just decide to leave. It affects the squad. It affects the team. It affects the morale. It affects everything. And it's, you don't like to see, it, but that's football. Like now, like people are gonna take their chances when it comes to them. They're gonna go. They're gonna do what they have to do, and it affects it. it, it it's, it's just football, man. And it might be a tactic because yep. I know even with um, Leipzig's manager, he's going to Bayern, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like that might be a good uh, strategy for Matt for Bayern. It's like Bayern, hey, like midseason, they're f- realizing that Leipzig is competition for them. So why not? Let's maybe hire because we're looking to get another manager. Maybe hire the manager for Leipzig, and say, well, they bought him. You know what I mean? They we'll buy you, and then well, we have to put it out there right now, or else you're not getting the job. And it's like as soon as they put it out there, the you players start going down. Like you never you know. know. I mean? Maybe like, that's a part of it. You never know. It's crazy that they bought. Managers don't really get bought. Yeah. Well, sometimes they have. If they, sometimes you have a clause in your contract, right? Yeah. Like you have like yeah, a clause. It's kind of weird. Leave, yeah, it's true. It was inevitable, yeah. bro. It was. Bar- yeah. Bar- Bayern have like a monopoly of the league, pretty much, bro. They poach all the talent from the. They have the a lot of money, bro. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It can, it can be a tactic for them, just picking up the best man to the best league, the best players mid season, and kind of screwing the other yeah. teams over, like yeah, mentally he, well, and morally. I think it was. I think he was always going to end up there eventually. I just yeah. don't think it was meant to happen now. I think it was kind of unexpected that Flick was just going to leave after one season and take the job. I don't think they were expecting it. But I always think Nagelsmann, he's from, he's literally from there. Like, he's always yeah. going to end up there. He's you can even just tell by, like, his cockiness and, like, his, his face. Like, he's just, like, he's, like, his arrogant. Face. You know, like, he belongs to the club, you know? Like, <laughs> he has, like, that Bayern. Like, That's a Bayern guy. Him, right? So, You're right. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him at Barca. Barca. <laughs> he's 
I want to say one more thing about Dortmund, though. Um, you said they were they've been on like crack lately, right? <laughs> Someone who's been on some serious nose candy, Jaden Sancho. He's been balling. Let me ask this question. Let's say Bar Mbappe, even Bar Holland, or even like include them. Is Sancho the best young player in the world? It's hard. I think it's hard. top five. I yeah, it's hard. I think it's hard. It's hard. I, I do think that there's so I much talent. If you're man. comparing, if you're comparing him and Holland, I, 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 I know I said it earlier. Like I'm always taking Sancho over Holland because he, he brings, he brings goals, but he also brings creativity, and he, and he also brings like a lot of consistency as well. This is like his third straight season now, potentially a twenty and twenty and twenty, or you know, close to forty goals and assists in a season, and he's still extremely young, and he, he just brings like. He's like a street baller, you know. He's like something you don't really see too much anymore. He's like a pure winger that can like create. Like, if you're a defender, like you're probably scared to have to go and and mm-hmm. and defend him, right? Not that you wouldn't be scared to defend Holland or and Mbappe, but like, I definitely think like I don't know how people weren't including him in the conversation with the other two before, but I think that there's no question that like he's. But so they're not it, even including him on the England starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Those guys are bananas though. But, like, I think if you're comparing young talents, like you're comparing four players. Right, right now you're probably comparing Holland, Mbappe, Sancho, and you're comparing Foden potentially as well because yeah. of how how well he's played at the highest level. And then you know, like bar injuries, like a player like Fati, that would probably be like your top five in terms of young talents, right? But yeah. unfortunately, yeah, for his injuries, right, it obviously p- makes like a big thing. But I definitely think like there's no reason you're not including them, including him in your conversation. I agree like I don't that. know. I see some people say, "Oh, Bundesliga tax," but then why are you including Holland? Sure. And it's like. It like like some of these fans like they literally make no sense. They'll say they'll, th- they'll say things like oh do it in the prem or Bundesliga tax or Bundesliga is a farmers league. Then they'll go they'll go sucking off Lewandowski or they'll go sucking off Thomas Muller. Like some of these fans that they don't think when they talk. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> true. Yeah. It's true. I gotta true. say, if um if England don't okay, first of all they, they gotta select them. I don't know what these pundits are saying. No, they, ha- they when it comes down to it, the the team the roster is is much much larger now. Because of this whole COVID yeah, shit, so if he does yeah. not, if he does not, he 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 is, he's is. You can't say he does not. He's in the squad. If he's not in the, if he's not in the starting lineup, that's the thing. If he's not in the starting England lineup, trouble. That's the They'll question. Reg- if he's not 100%. in the starting lineup, England will regret that. Bro, if, because- if he doesn't get called up, bro, this man needs to get filing for his German passport, bro. <laughs> for real, <laughs> but like he needs to be in the starting lineup though. Yeah. Like, there's no player like him on England. Yeah. yeah, that could just like take over a game with creativity and just bring, like, a different... Yeah, these UK lads will say, like, Rashford's better than him, Saka's better than him. Like, Saka has not been in form in so they long. It's because c- like, they do it in the Prem. Saka, so and that's not, that's the only football they watch yeah, though. They don't watch they don't watch uh, German football when it comes out to Prem football. No one, no, who are English guys gonna watch German football when they're watching? That's the, the thing. Premier League, know, but, the league in the that's, no, but that's the thing. Like, but Saka is not a co- talk anymore. He had a, a little chats here and there in a couple weeks, but like, not anymore. Foden is really only really top top chat. Sterling is really like invisible now. Like he only plays a couple games here and there. You know what I mean? Like Fo- Mount is a different position. You can't really compare him to Mount. When it comes down to it, it's just literally Rashford too. Rashford is not really like it's hard. Like Sterling is as a sorry. Um, Satchel's a right foot, right sided player, right, right mid. Yeah, he's probably he's, he's only season he's been playing in the left, but he yeah, can play right mid. Dreamer. There's some players who can't can play, play right mid. Rashford can't play right mid, and you can tell him the in the in, in for Man U he cannot play right mid. And if you're picking a player to play right mid, it's Sancho. 
Greenwood Greenwood is not, is not a right midfielder player. He play he can play here, but he's not a right midfielder. And he if anything, if anything, yeah. Sterling, but Sterling too, like nothing. Sancho's Dilly has to be in the starting eleven. And we'll for see. Sancho we'll for, for Sancho to perform and for Harry Kane to really perform, Harry Kane needs a player like Sancho on the pitch, comparable like Sun's quality, like dribbler, like finisher. Someone you can play with, someone you can play against, send the ball through. You have a Sancho, you need a Sancho, Rashford on the left. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like it's not even just the pundits. It's like these UK YouTubers who do like their footy mm-hmm. podcasts. Like they're not they're not even putting him in the squad. Like, yeah. It's crazy. A lot of nonsense. <laughs> a lot of nonsense. But uh, like how like how do you not know like that he's been putting up twenty and twenty? Like because the tunnel vision's on the prem, bro. Like, yeah, bro. It could be media, too. The, the media can really be shouting out Premier League over Bundesliga any day. They do. You know what I mean? End of the day, they, you might not hear anything about Sancho unless you go and search for it. Yeah, That's and to add, on, to add on to Jimmy's point about, like, what the fans are saying, they say, oh, Bundesliga tax, but then they're talking about Bellingham and how he yeah. needs to be there. Like... Bro, it's one of those things. They're on the I've same seen, team. <laughs> yeah, bro, I've, I've literally seen comments like people saying like, "Oh, Bellingham is better than Bellingham is is a better player than Sancho." Like, and then I'm just like, I'm thinking like, how? Like, did you only watch the games against City this season? Were those the only games? No, they probably play? only watched Champions and because League. Because Sancho That's wasn't on, yeah. wasn't wasn't fit. You, you you haven't seen him play. Like, it, it boggles my mind. Like, I heard Bundesliga not broadcast in England, bro. That's why. Yeah, but it haunts my mind. Like sometimes, like, if you know ball, you gotta fans. Know. they have YouTube. Yeah. But the thing is, bro, a lot of these, a lot of these, like UK fans, bro, they don't know ball. Like that's the thing. We just gotta add the footy culture. They know Spurs, like they know Everton, but they don't know ball. Like they right. don't, they don't actually know. Like they think Domin- they probably think like Dominic Calvert Lewin is like a better striker than Lewandowski. Like oh, Lewandowski <laughs> couldn't do it in the Prem, but DCL can do it in the Prem. <laughs> Sancho, Sancho is posting his highlights on his Instagram story for a reason. So people can, so see, people it. can yeah. see what he's doing. So people can see it, bro. Sancho's his own media source. Sancho's his own media source. Just like, do what you gotta do, bro. If no one yeah. else is doing it for me, I have to reach the English English bro, those, community those somehow. Guys probably don't even follow him. It's probably all Germans. <laughs> he has yeah. to ask his boys. Yo, shout out to Sancho back boys. in the Bundesliga, winning the title. Yeah. <laughs> but man, bro. Bundesliga. Great season, a lot of talent being brought up, a lot of teams being showing out what they're made of. Next year is going to be def- something different. Manager all over the place, new tactics, new owners, and new signings. Like, man, we'll see how the league goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dortmund is in the Champions League, boys. Good to see another team that's fighting for a Champions League spot. Spatty, let us know what Juve is up to, buddy. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> okay, no. I guess we'll go to Barca then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you've been, I would I would say it was a pretty shit game to be honest. Controversial. Juve versus Inter, bro. man. Oh yeah, that was a crazy game, game man. The thing is, the ref didn't call it bad just one way. It was bad. Both no, it was. It, think, but again, I don't think any of the pen. I don't think any of them were pens. What? None of them. Maybe I don't one. Think any of them were pens. One of them, maybe. They're really? all soft, That's man. Okay, I the, don't think that was a red card. The Chiellini two like, pen. I don't know about the Chiellini pen. Like that's the thing. He is he is holding him, but it comes down to it. If he's holding him, and then does is that enough for Chiellini to really fall? No, I know you can't. I know you saying. can't really be holding players, yeah. but every player is holding players during corners. You see it every all, corner. But if, so unless soft. unless a player falls on the ground, it's not a penalty. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But no, again, no, no. It, holding and grabbing. No, no, he was like grabbing. And yeah, but he was yes, grabbing and pulling. Either way, either way, yes, it is a penalty because in the books it says if you're holding a player in the pen in the penalty box, it's a penalty. He fell. It, it, he kind of sold it a bit more. So yes, it's a penalty. Ronaldo finished that nicely. Actually, did he save no, it? No, Ronaldo. He saved it. Yes. Let us. Know. What happened, Spatty? What happened there? What for? What the game or talk about the game? Talk bro. about the game, man. I want to hear. Okay, I want to hear said, your thoughts. You said what happened there? Everything. I, like, I want to hear everything. Well, okay. Well, starting lineup, we started Kiz on the left again, but you can't really start him anywhere else because Quadrado was probably the man of the match, realistically. Yeah. With a goal that got deflected in, and then he scored the second pen yeah. to finish bro, off the game. Oh, he scored two, both. Yeah, that game, man. Huh? <laughs> he has two yeah, goals yeah. in the Serie A, and they came from that game. Yeah. Big yeah. game to get it, too. I think he had a goal yeah. before that. But anyway, yeah, he had a good game. Uh, freaking Bentoncourt got the start again. I don't know how this guy plays. <laughs> this guy sucks. Thank God he's out for the last game. Oh, yeah, you got a red card. <laughs> I heard he's going out. Let him come Madrid. Bro, he could go <laughs> jump off a cliff off for all I care. He stinks. Oh, wow. Hey, yo. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but he sucks. He's so bad. Like, I don't know how he gets so. Rabio had a pretty good game. He played good. Even when they went 10 men down, Rabio actually played a good game. I'll say that he played a good game. He had, he tried. He actually tried this game. Yeah. yeah. And, and it showed because. They made Juventus, Juventus mid was actually like pretty solid. They compared to Inter's midfield. Um, you said top five young players in the world, and you didn't name Delict. After Delict had, had such huge a great performance, game. what a huge game he had! Huge game. The, like Chiellini had a, a great game, yeah, but he didn't out, outshine Delict. Delict and that yeah, back line. He's so solid, and he's just getting better and better and better. Absolute man monster. It's, it's a shame he's going to be playing Europa League soccer. <laughs> Jeez. He's nah, got to link up with his boy De Young at Barca, bro. Bro, Milan nah. bottled it, bro. Milan bottled it. You were playing CL. Yeah, they got the AC Mines got the B at the Lanta. That Lanta is not going to be easy. That yeah, delict penalty, tough. though. Now, that's another penalty, right? Again, you can say um, it's you can say it's controversial. You can say so it's they were all controversial. But, a on the on, in books it says penalty because again is that's it's a foul. He, he got the guy in the foot. I know it's it's a it's, he wasn't looking. But there's been other calls in fo- in football we've seen where players are kind of just walking and they kind of get an ankle, but it's not yeah. intentional, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the shitty part. But another day it it is a foul even if it's outside the box, inside the box. It is a foul. It's a penalty. That was the goal. I think that did that tie the game. Uh yeah, I believe that made it. Tied it, it tied it. What did one one run, right? one. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was moving his positioning like just because yeah. the ball went to his left, so he's moving his positioning he left. Lotaro's Lotaro's leg was just kind of like dangling there, and he, he, he was kind of looking. He was kind of looking for it, bro. Yeah, looking for it, but I don't think he was actually no. looking for it. Like it just kind of happened. ADP the Alessandro. Del yeah, no, he said it too. He's like, that's not a penalty, bro. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. yeah. He said for Quadrados as well, I believe. Yeah. But he went. He went to VAR for that one, right? For Lukaku's goal, the penalty. He went. He went to VAR for like all of yeah. them besides and, the last. And then and then Quadrados <laughs> goal. was on VAR all game. Yeah, that yeah. that Quadrado goal too, right before half. Yeah, right before half and right before the end of the game. But okay. uh. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that last goal, Quadrado, right after um, Inter scored to tie it up again. Quadrado. Killing young goal. Oh yeah, that Kylini on goal. Like every, there wasn't a good goal in this game. <laughs> it wasn't. Quadrado, you could say Quadrados was good, but it's like a deflection. Yeah. Yeah. Lukaku <laughs> had an absolute stinker. Yeah, Lukaku didn't show up. For I, I don't think he, he had a stinker. Like, 
Chiellini and Delict just had that yeah. good of a game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. They know that the like, the, the attacking comes out outlets from Kilit and Lukaku. If it's yeah, for goal, without, if it comes Lukaku, from all clocks, yeah. Without Lukaku, Lotaro can't do anything. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have that hold up play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Binton Core got that red card 55th minute. So yeah, he, they, he's you, so you think stupid. like, shit, Inter had this kind of in the bag and then they got that tie. And man, Quadrado on the last penalty too. Nice place, nice powerful shot. That's man. At the end of the day, like that's a lot on the line. It's a lot of a lot of a lot in his head right now, right? Like, for him to be that yeah. mentally strong and to just power it. I was wondering who's gonna shoot it too. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be Cuadrado to be honest. Because that yeah. that that be like that is the def- that's a defining moment for them. And Ronaldo being subbed off. Yeah, what do you think the... about that? Seventieth uh, minute. Think that was that was good on on. Uh, you think that's on, better? Uh, you wouldn't have part. you wouldn't have taken off Why? Morata. Morata, came, Morata on. came on for Ronaldo. Sorry, um, Kulusevski. I would have kept Kulusevski on. Okay, my, in my opinion, no, but Kulusevski came off because they put McKenny because of the, the red card. Yeah. No, I know, but they took both of them off at the same time, so it just kind of came like that thing. No, uh, Ronaldo and Chiesa came on at the same time. Oh, Chiesa, Chiesa, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. And they put in Demiral for an extra center back. Yeah, he actually played right back. Yeah, because he can. He's he's also he could play right. Yeah. He played right back on Sassuolo, but Ronaldo coming off. I agree with that because he's he, he's not there to run. You're your man down. He's not gonna run. You bring on Morata, he'll come back and he'll help you on those counter attacks to get to move the ball up. Was Ronaldo tactical genius on Pirlo's part? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I think that's the only good tactical thing he's done all year. Was, was Ronaldo mad coming off? I don't, know. I don't he, think he, he looked that mad. He didn't, right? He unlaced his boots. He had his boots ready to go right yeah, away. Yeah. I, mean, I think he already knew, off. like, who cares? I'm leaving this end of the season anyways. He got his goal, too. He got his goal. He's okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to just keep the stats up. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, I scored today. I did what I could. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could be losing 12 nothing. He, he gets that one goal. He's like, whatever. Yeah, what does that do for the league, Spatty? Well, with Napoli won. They see Milan tie 0-0. They choked against Cagliari. That and was they such a tough game to watch. Huh? It was such a tough game to watch. It yeah, was it was. Because AC Milan couldn't finish their chances. Cagliari had chances that Donnarumma saved them in. Huge yeah, chance. There was them. one huge chance. Yeah. Godin header. I think it was Godin. Godin header and Donnarumma. Flying, Beautiful man. save. Beautiful save. And Cagliari are in 16th place. Ooh. Yeah, they're, they're fighting for relegation. I think they're, they're, they passed it now. They, they're, yeah, they're secured. Yeah. So is Torino. Yeah, they were fighting for it. But, uh, yeah, AC Milan dropping points, which is huge. Now, now I think they're, what, a, a point ahead of us? Yep. With the game to go? Napoli and so, AC Milan are behind. Or, uh, so sorry, the, up one point. Yeah, so Napoli's next game is a must-win against Verona. Our Juventus game against Bologna must-win. And then AC Milan against Atalanta They have to win, win, yeah. Yeah, but Atalanta, yeah. they're like... They're kind of joining forces with the other clubs. Like we don't like Juventus, so I think they might let Milan get like nah. a no, because a no, because Atlanta are fighting for second. They if thought, they, they they secured CL though. They didn't, they didn't secure, secure second, second though. though. You want more? You get more money. So and tell as me this. They said with uh, the second place or third place, you need you get a better pot. Yeah, I yeah. think teams would rather have Juventus not win. I don't think that's how it is. I, don't know. <laughs> I think it. Just, I think it just. It depends on your motive. I think it depends on your motive. If if it's a normal world. <laughs> then I think it makes sense to win, get more money, and get a better pot. But the city is not a normal world, bro. City is just full of corruption, bro. And I wouldn't <laughs> even be surprised if 
something like that were to happen just to kind of like give that spit in the face to, yeah. to Juventus. But, yeah, but who, who knows? Who knows? But it's AC Milan. Like, you don't think that they, that they, Juve, you think they like AC Milan? That Juve win. Probably more than Juve. Yeah. That Juve win was all Catrapoli 2.0. No, nah, I don't think so. I think that's cap <laughs> because it, it was the, the game was ref terrible both ways. So the ref stole the show. Well, you, yeah, you got to you got to you got to kind of give it both ways yeah. to make it not so suspicious. <laughs> yeah, sure. That but was insane, bro. It's like it's I, like I it's like Sean. It. It's like Sean in, in the outdoor. He's just make, giving a pen at the end of the game just to make it a little yeah. controversial. Yeah, exactly. he controlled the game. The ref controlled the game. Usually, you hope one of your midfielders comes in, controls the game. The ref controlled the game, all game. No one else had a chance. The ref, the ref uh, took over uh, uh, Bentancur's like, spot. Oh, you want a pen? Yeah. You want a pen? Yeah. Okay, that's ten, that ten G's. You want a pen? That's ten G's. Like it was, bro. He's got, how many times did he go to VAR that game? Ten and I think it was only four minutes extra time. Bro, there, was th- there was three penalties in the game. Yeah, there was the only two red, two red cards. There's four pens, no? Three pens. Oh, there's three. Oh, two, three, two, two for Juve, yeah, one for Inter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was two red cards. There was the the uh, Chiellini own goal that he went to VAR for as well to go see if it was a foul or not. It was just like insane. Yeah. He couldn't make a decision for himself. I'm sniffing yeah. well, some Catapoli. Yeah. I don't think I don't think so, but it was a poorly ref <laughs> game. For but uh, ends. yeah, the leagues the leagues looking like it's a close one still. Well, they still got still fighting for second. Uh, it's it's Champions League fighting right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fighting. We'll have to see how it ends Pretty again. Well, how many games left? Two one spots for three teams. One, one yeah. game left. One game left. going to be fun, man. Uh-huh. And I think they're all going to be playing. Well, they all have to play at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. They all play at 9 a.m. I don't know why they make it so early. Because <laughs> they think everyone's still asleep, so they don't have to watch the the corruption happen in real time. Oh yeah, no, that, that's that's prime time in Italy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Inter official champions again, like I mentioned, and then it comes down to just fighting for top four, and we'll see if Juve can do it. And another Pretty league, another league, another league, still fighting for their official champions is gonna be quickly the league. Uh, the league on are officially yeah. fighting last game. Comes down to the last game. Whoever wins, if Lille win the game, they they're 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 champions. If bro, if they lose one point, if they lose one point and uh, PSG win, then it's done. Yeah, you know what I mean. It comes down to the last game again. Um, I feel like Lille had a really good chance and is really taking it today, but they tied zero zero. PSG came out Close and went went one four nil, and then just again comes down to the very last game, man. At least at least Lille got a point, which is. Better than nothing, but yeah. still, man, that's not a uh, not good enough. Because if they would have yeah. won today, they would they would have been at eighty two points. Yeah, it's still it's still it yeah. still be it still be last game, no? Because how how does the French tie, league work? They got it done potentially, right? Like they could have yeah. won, yeah. they could tie the last game, and then they, they go through. But yeah, mm-hmm. and Lyon fighting was... for that Champions League spot as well. Yeah, seventy six with points. the Monaco. They won five two today, bro. Man, like Paqueta, two goals, one assist. Couldn't do it at he Milan. Came well, over man. to Lyon, started balling, bro. That's yeah. uh, that's the difference and, of football, I guess. And Alwar as well, coming. He's starting to find his form again. A player who kind of in and out of the lineup came back today yeah. with a goal. But Paqueta has been having a crazy season. Weren't you saying, Matt? That I don't know if you were saying or if I was saying. Someone was saying, but he's like one of like the highest rated players like this season in yeah. terms of like performances, right? In terms of form, like I was reading that list like not too long ago, he was up there, man. He's been having a good season. He's been scoring like almost every game. It seems like now for Lyon. Yeah. yeah, he's got nine goals and five assists uh, in twenty nine games this season in the league from center, center mid position. So it's yeah. pretty good. Not Ray's bad. Doing not well. bad. 
Not bad. Yeah, some players just thrive in other leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a team that's not thriving, um, Barcelona, Matt. Oh, God. Uh, Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona. Only one of the three Barca teams today ended up winning. Barca B lost uh, in penalties today to secure a qualification to the Segunda Division. Yeah. Barca Femeni ended up winning the Champions League Happy final. Heart. The Women's Champions League final 4 0 win. Good dub for them. And then the Barca senior men's team <laughs> ended up losing to Celta Vigo in quite a, uh, an interesting Don't forget game. at home. At home as well, too, man. Like Coleman dropping so many points now, like at that end of the season. Who's Coleman? You mean Conman? Ronald, Ronald Conman. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but I don't know. Like. Today's game, like, the first half, like, I think they're playing decent. Like, they're pressing good. They were pressing the high the quick. first half, yeah. Dembele was creating a lot of chances. Oh, my gosh. No finishing was happening. And then, like, the second the half game, and, like, it's been like this, like, almost every game. Like, when the second half starts, like, players just get, like, discombobulated, man. Like, they forget how to play. They don't perform the same they did in the first half. And they're completely off the second half. Especially after the the red card from Longley 2, which, bro, I can't. What kind of tackle is that? That's such a poor tackle. Why would you, like, from behind through the legs, like, you're thinking to get the ball there? Yeah, like, long legs cost us, like, so many points now in this season. I think, like, a few on goals now, like, red cards, like, yeah. And that that adds to the fact, like, yes, Coleman's not the greatest manager, but you could only blame so much on the manager. Like, it's not the manager's fault. Braithwaite missed a tap-in. Like, near the end there, no? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like it's not his fault. That was tough to see. Yeah, but you, I'm you guys sure Coleman like... would have scored it. If he was on the field, I think Coleman would have scored it. You know what I mean? Like, if Coleman was in the back line instead of Longley, bro, maybe maybe, you know, maybe he would have been doing a better job, bro. He's yeah. talking about a legend here. Like, Even Coleman's at this no, tender Coleman's age. No, he's no pep, but, like, the players have been, like, kind of choking at times this season. Yeah. Like, they've had, they've had, they've, like, every time I watch Barca play, they create chances. They do, right? yeah. but it, they have one of like the best just, uh, like, XG. It's literally just like poor, poor finishing, and then it just comes down to like, like I said, like me and you were talking about earlier, Matt. Like just like individual errors at the back, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's gifting teams goals, and it's like giving teams like chances that you know what, like they don't really deserve sometimes, right? And, and that, at the end of the day, it's going to cost you points, right? Especially when it's yeah. individual errors at the back. There's not a lot of time to recover, right? You Especially with, if like your whole team's up. You saw with PK too with the first goal. The guy had a free shot. Not even like that was Ter Stegen's fault. That was both their faults. Both the men. If that was the if that was the licked, he would have put his whole body in. Yeah, like you're making yourself look big. big Make yourself look big. Just like turn to the side like this. He can put his hands behind his back and turns around, puts his leg out. Defended it better, but what's Ter Stegen's excuse? He didn't see it. It's one like yeah. you want him to not be in front of the ball to try to block it. Yeah, but it's he's still you're it's he's still it's, it's he's, outside the box. He still can't yeah. see it though. It's hard, man. You can't. A lot of people really put a lot of slack on goalies, but man, it's so hard to really really come out and say Ter Stegen could have had that or things could have had that. Yes, yeah. it comes down to but like keeper, there's keeper, there's keepers that are world class that couldn't maybe had a chance on it, but it comes down to really, man, like. In those times, it's like the moments, it's, it's hard right? as a goalie. Yeah. It's it's hard to really judge a goalie, man. It's it's so hard. Like th- their their game mentally is so much harder when it comes down to it because they're watching the game the whole time. As a goalie, like yeah. they're not as much as they not not do much physically, but mentally they have to do a lot because they read the game everything when it comes down to communication, when it comes down to just analyzing how everything's happening, and their their mind is always working. 
Because, like, oh, shit, the ball's over there, but this player over here is open. Now I have to tell the players to cover this guy. Now I have to tell the it's players, like, just, don't give the guy don't give the guy space. It's not even just that. It's, it's, see, not only are they focusing on their, the, their opponents, but they have to focus on their defense and see how they're structured. He's because a coach on the, the shock too. He's coaching the defense. How to the play shock, well. No, if the shock comes, it, it, it could hit off a player or the player could be in front of you. You have to kind of recognize where it's going to go. We saw with PK today. He, he was behind PK. Doesn't know where the ball's going to go. It's hard to, to see a ball that you don't know where it's coming from. So... Yeah. Just, yeah, you don't know if the shot's going to be on the right, on the left. If to it have hits that, off PK to deflect somewhere. To have that instinct that it's it's, it's going to come this way or that way. It's it, You have to react like that. Yep. And, and sometimes, like, you don't see it coming. Right? Yeah. But, like, back to PK. I don't know if, like, you noticed or if, Dave, if you noticed. But ever since PK and Sergio Roberto came back into the lineup, bars <laughs> have been downhill, man. I, t- I said it. I don't want to see PK. I know he has a lot of... A lot of uh, History, not not history. Um, his presence is known because he's 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 been there yeah. for a long time. He's he's a, he's a he's got the experience. That's what I'm trying to say. But man, like at the end of the point, you have to play players who who are gonna play, who are gonna fight. Minguesa could do that. Longley clearly can't do that. Like it's yeah, Minguesa was with the B team today, so yeah. he, he couldn't play. But, but still, like. Even having Dembele as a right wing back or a wing wing back, like, come on. So what? Minguesa was with the B team. They can just why they wanted him there. Or yeah, they... a bunch of cheaters. They're cheating they in the B division. They're fighting to get uh, promoted back to Segunda, and they're having like some kind of like playoff kind of kind of game. Yeah. So and, what? Uh, they but, up, but, but, just but, but but you guys need to win the league. You guys need to win the game. I don't get it. <laughs> well, Coleman, you know yeah, Coleman. Yeah. Promoted back to second division. But even if trusted PK and Longley, it didn't work. I don't get yeah. that. <laughs> doesn't that first, doesn't first first team already. football come first? <laughs> yeah, but Coleman has defenders, I guess. So I don't yeah. know. Man. Well, I mean, if you look at the roster, he's got two. He's got two right backs. He's got what four center backs or three yeah. center backs. But he should just, just run fearful at, at center back. No, <laughs> that guy's getting, that guy's not, leaving in the summer. It's not, it's not center, bro. Why they send don't work like that. Division? This guy never he's played. not on the roster. He's registered with the B team already. Oh, yeah, he, he came from the B team. Yeah. He, he might have just came there. from the B team. Oh, Mingesa. Oh, Mingesa. Oh, you're talking about fair play. You're talking about. Oh, you're buddy, goof, you're, you're space. You're lost. You're yeah, lost. man. But, but yeah. Barca definitely have to offload a lot of players yeah. this season. Yeah. Supposedly they are. PT's got to go. Fearful, I think, has got to go. Sergio Roberto. Sergio Roberto. Pjanic. You could say PK. You could say Pjanic. Griezmann, Griezmann, Griezmann's on the book, supposedly, if a good offer the comes in. The B team. Coutinho. <laughs> Send them all to the B team. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, Coutinho. Griezmann as well. Even, even talks of Dembele. Oh, is Shep forgot Coutinho still a player? Exactly. There's be a lot, of, uh, a lot of movement this summer, huh? A lot there of necessary movement. Very, so very do you think, you think not having the young on the lineup today really helped? The, they didn't help at all to the, the team. Obviously, yeah, he, he's such an influential sh- player, man. Young is probably the best, big... the, one of the best midfielders of the. Uh, I think he, the he literally walks into any team in the world. Yeah, yeah, man, I was I was literally watching all top three teams playing at the same time today. Madrid were probably the one of the luckiest teams again, like having those good some chances, but like they were fortunate to have a, a some comp like less co- competition. I can say, as you can tell, Celta de Vigo really came out to play, and then uh, again when it comes out to the Atletico Madrid game, Osasuna scored first. And Simeone Bro. was just going nuts at their players. They had a little water break. And Simeone was saying, like, you guys better play for my job, <laughs> for my future. Again, it's every single week. Yeah, it's bro. the same thing. 
Like, bro, I think I think Osasuna was playing for Madrid. These guys played five four one with twenty seven percent possession. These guys had the whole team in the box the whole game. <laughs> Why did they have a water break though? Yeah, did you guys see that? Yeah, it's too hot, bro. Yeah, but they're the only team that got a water break. Yeah, I don't know. Man. And little, they scored two goals right after the water break. A little weird. Yeah, something, uh, something, was, look, something was placed How in the water. How's the weather in Madrid? Steroids. 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 Sounds like, like uh, stuff, bro. Sounds like something that happened in CDI. Yeah, there was a couple of water breaks. <laughs> but a couple no, of man, they came out after that too. Like their their goal, who scored first? I think it was um, who was their first? Lodi. Goal? Lodi scored. Lodi, the first goal. yes, Lodi came yeah, from the left Lodi. side, and Matt right over the keeper, man. What are the no, odds? Osasuna scored first. Yeah. No, no, after the first, first for Atletico, I meant. First for Atletico yeah. was Lodi, and right over the goalie, and then Matt the second goal. What what are the odds? You can't you can't write oh. it, man. It's, it's it it's, would be Suarez too. Man. It would like, be Suarez gaining the goal. Going, that's jer- shirt jersey off. But also supposedly it was the same time that Longley got the red. Yep, yep. What are the it odds? You can't bro, write man. this. Crazy how the universe works, bro. Crazy how that works. Bro. And now we're trying to Juventus player. And now we're trying to sign another old yeah. guy, Naguero. It's just crazy that Bartomeu would sell him to a direct rival, and, and for so cheap for as well. Six mil. For six mil. And then yeah, so you see, you now you see Atletico up, go up to one, and you're like, fuck. Now Atletico have these, like they're literally back in first, right? Yeah. Madrid are still yeah, one they're... point away. They have their win secure for today, and then two points. And then Santi Mina comes and scores the, la- the last minute goal, 89th minute, and then Barca are literally officially out of the race. Mm-hmm. No points Wrong. officially out. All I'm gonna say is if uh, Madrid pass Atletico, my prediction was right. Real first, Atletico second, Barca third, Sevilla fourth. Damn. Mm, there you go. And you guys hate on me for that. Black That's magic. Cool. Which hate on me for that. Ah, uh, man. I guess it's just time to uh, focus I, no, in the Euros. I think, and, I, think uh, I said Atletico Atleti- Atleti- Madrid first, too. I think I said Atletico Madrid first. I don't know. But I no. might have. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, go for it. Ask away, brother. Should Messi leave? Yes or no? No, 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 bro. If he wants what's good for his career, he should have left last year. He should have left when City came calling, man, because he could have. What City yeah. are fighting for a trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barca just have the Copa del Rey, like. Yeah. 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 Like if Messi, like, I don't know, it's tough, man, because like Messi's like bro, has roots in Barcelona, like. <laughs> what? He's passionate, bro. Look at you crying over there. He shows passion for his club, bro. Let him cry, bro. Yeah, like Messi has deep roots in Barca, like that that connection since he came, like when he was like what twelve, thirteen years old, like his family yeah. like grew up here, his kids grew up here, whatever. Like it's tough to just like go up and leave and like go yeah. to another country, right? It's, like yeah. just like that, he's choking up over there. But then again, like if it's he true, wants though. the best for his career, he should have left. Man. Matthew said he's Matthew said today that he's gonna leave. I say no because like I why? say no. Why? There's no there's no reason to leave anymore. <laughs> You think Messi's kids are gonna survive in Manchester? Like when they, it comes down to they it, they get bullied. As a parent and as a fan of like, nah, they'll, of they'll the probably club, stay in Barcelona. Those why, kids don't know English. Why okay, leave? But what incentive does he have to stay? What incentive does he have to leave? But what incentive does he have to leave? What incentive does he leave? Given to him, he has a mediocre coach in Coleman who nearly relegated Everton after spending what over a hundred million. Okay, but at what the same time, he has bums around him like. Bum, yeah, bum but Laporta's president. Bum Titi. <laughs> yeah, is that what you called your girl last night? Okay. You got bum Titi. This is under, I've ever seen in my life. This is under Bartomeu. It doesn't matter. Those, yes, players, does. those players are still here. Okay, but yeah, um, it's Laporta's first summer coming up. Yeah. Okay, but 
But what is Laporta gonna do to convince? Laporta him? doesn't have much to work with. Well, he's already got Aguero, bro. Aguero's yeah, Aguero. Here. Oh, what's Aguero? Aguero's what? 32, 33? Yeah, best, best friend. That's another thing. That's another thing. You get rid of you get rid of a thirty-three-year-old Suarez. That's a big thing. You get rid of a thirty-three-year-old Suarez. Because yeah, they can high five after the best Plus, Barca gave Messi like everything, and he they knows didn't. that. Yeah, of course. That's why it's hard. I don't know. But I if think he if he was to gonna go. leave, you're right, Matt. Last year was the time to leave. It yeah, was. He went, if he left, the fans wouldn't have been mad. It would have been one of those situations where, like, well, probably one of the only situations where, like, a like a club hero could leave in a situation where, like, you know what, the club did him wrong. Like, in that situation, like, that was his out. If he ever had an out, that was his out to, like, still be, like, a, like a huge fan favorite but still do what's best for his career at that current time. Right. But now I think with the new uh, new board, you know, potentially a new gaffer, if someone like Xavi comes in, potentially, who knows, in the future. And then, you know, his best mate coming to the club now, I think I think he's there for, for good. Yeah, I, I would have been pretty upset if Messi left. Some Barca fans are so weird. They're Messi fans before Barca fans. Like, I'm a Barca fan. I'm gonna be pretty mad if Messi leaves. Like this this summer, but would you have been mad last summer considering yes. what the club did to him? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would be mad for a bit, but then realize it's better for him too. Like, it's true though. It's better for he's him. He's not. He's not my brother. Like I don't care. <laughs> he's a legend. He's the goat of your club. What do you mean you don't care about him? He wanted out, and Bartholomew wouldn't let him. Like. Yeah. He legit okay. gave us everything. You don't care about him? Come on, man. You can't say that. <laughs> okay, I care about him. Like I'm so not then... gonna be like. I'm not gonna be like. Obviously, I don't want him to leave. But if he wants to leave, he's gonna leave. <laughs> like uh, you gotta you know give what? him the respect he deserves. He legit you know built what? Barca. This is what's best for you. I'm okay with it. Like no, I don't know. I okay, think I, so. I, I think they're gonna be better Barca. next season than they were this season. Under the under the new the new board, I think they're gonna. They, probably they need try to, a lot of they, new they signings. They know now they need to improve. They need you know a lot of signings. Copa del Rey, good trophy. But it's like, you know, if you're Barcelona, you want to be winning the league. You want to be making noise in Champions League. And they're, like, they're, I think that they're already, what, two free sign, two free transfers deep already with Depay pretty much confirmed and Aguero pretty much confirmed. Eric Garcia. Uh, plus. And Eric Garcia as well. It's three free transfers. It's already a, some movement in the squad. But but I think yeah, for sure, really. like, the one thing, like, they definitely need, like, some help at the back line, man. Because, like, right yeah. now they have, like, a very experienced player in PK. But was he fully fit? Like, can he stay fully fit? You have Longley, who, you know, he was good, but now it's, like, error-prone, and his confidence seems shot. But it's, like, those, 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 that, that, that was a position that was kind of costing the most points this season, like, at the back. Like, they just couldn't, like, shut down when they had to. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but, Jay, but what we're saying is that, like, for Messi's sake, obviously, as a Barca fan, you'd want him to stay, but in his head, it would make sense for him to leave. Okay, yeah, given what's for going his on. perspective, but from but I'm not in his head. I'm in my own head. Okay, so, but that's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm saying. Now, no, saying now that. the question, Matt, is that yes, in his head he had the reason to leave, but now that there's a new leader in the board, there's better things coming for Barca next season. Hopefully, like why would he leave this season? Plus, Chavi's coaching. I saw a source. Like, why would he leave this season? <laughs> for sure. If 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 he really wanted to go out there and say, "I want to win the Premier League," okay, he could have left last season, but. Besides that, why leave to look for more success than if you already got it all? Not saying no one, no one, not saying no one deserves to go. Like he deserves to go out and get as much as he wants to. Like he deserves it, and he could. But like as a legend of the club, I know now that he was done wrong last year, and then change were clearly made for his for himself as in his favor. 
new board was changed because I know he even fought for that too. He was part of clearly part of the decision when he was brought into the board, had all, like the the court for that shit too. Like I'm not a Barca fan, I don't know much information, but I, from what I've seen, like there's no really reason for him to leave. I know that it was unfortunate that they, they didn't do well in Champions League, and that wasn't a hard time in the league when the beginning of the season they were going through a lot. Again, even near the end of the season, like the fact that they were able to come on and really challenge the league near the end of the season is from what they from the, what they came from the beginning of the season is really doing really well. They, it's Messi that's challenging for the yeah. league, man. But no, but again, he, bro, Messi will finish top scorer. He'll finish top assister. You just need to give him a good coach and good players, and the rest will follow. But that's the thing. Can only do so much. But that's the thing. You guys didn't have that this season, and, and it was expected. Yeah, and that's what he has at City. He has a good coach and a good team around. But now knowing next season, hopefully you can get good players are built around. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it's, it's a lot. Confirmed. Yeah, that's true. They, they have to get rid of all their dead weight. For... You can't be wasting Messi's final years. He's what, 33, 34 years old? A lot of his prime has been wasted already with these dead teams and dead yeah, coaches. Yeah, yeah, like, look at yeah. The, okay, just for comparison. Just for comparison. Look at the top class managers Cristiano Ronaldo has had. Ancelotti, Zidane, just to name a few. Who has Messi had? Rijkaard, Pep. The, the past Val three years, he hasn't been. Uh... Etienne. But again, look at look at look at Barbecue Ronaldo's career Martino, compared like, to Messi's on. career as well. <laughs> Ronaldo has gone through a lot of managers. Ronaldo has gone through a lot of teams. Yeah, world class managers. Did you? Not, not, did you not the past three years. years. Not the. Not the but he years. hasn't he hasn't won the league every single season. He doesn't win Champions League every single. He he's, did have a good a CL run in the. He had a those, no, no, I'm saying he had a good CL run. <laughs> no, I'm saying that he did. <laughs> That's not, huge. No, I'm saying he did. Yes, he did a good uh, CL run, but he didn't win the Phenomenal league. Phenomenal CL run. Yeah, he did, but he didn't have like like he wasn't winning every single year the Liga. Barcelona were winning had had a good run in the two two thousand eight two thousand. Messi was running the leagues. <laughs> yes, but that's what I'm saying. Like, as as a fan, as a player too, like you know, it is Barca, but. There's ups and downs. What do you mean? Like, you're not going to win every single year. Everything. Yeah, All everything I'm saying is that Messi's prime for wasters. But you, yeah. as, much as, as be... much as you want to see Barca, Messi win all the time, you're still a Barca fan. You, you want to keep Messi in, in your club. Yeah, but if you have one of the greatest ever players of all time on your team, would you not want to provide him with the best that you could provide? Yes, but, 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 why, but why do you want him to leave? Hey, bro, we have Ronaldo. We're going in Europa League. <laughs> yes, yes, think I'm gonna be happy uh seeing Messi score for City. Like, wow. Who is? No. Obviously not. But you're a Barca fan. You're gonna watch Man City, you're gonna be a Man City fan now, or you're gonna be a Barca fan still? Like, no, I wouldn't be a City fan. Exactly, like, but you want Messi to stay in your club. You sure yeah. don't want you're Messi Matt's saying that he should leave. I'm saying he should leave based off of his best interest of what should be best for him. As a Barca fan, I want him to stay. His I best interest, his, his best interest now, I, I think is his family. family. Also, also, take this with a grain of, grain of salt. Matthew said his best moment as a Brazil fan was when Messi scored a hat trick against them. So, what? take this as a grain of salt that I just said that just to rile this guy up. This guy takes everything I say seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm chilled right now. Well, we had the same conversation like a couple weeks ago. What? We had the same conversation like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Barca are officially out of the race. It comes down to Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. And to be honest, from what I've got from this season, it's been a poor season for for the for the for all top three teams. I'd say. In general, like I feel like you can't blame Madrid too much. They've had over what 63, 64 injuries. That's what like, I'm saying. If they yeah, end yeah. up winning, if they end up winning the season, then you gotta give them props, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like the whole league in general, I don't think it was like the, the toughest 
like people are saying, oh, it's it's so close from those the three teams, but but that's the thing. It wasn't really Madrid, tough Madrid because didn't, Madrid didn't play a great season. Barcelona didn't play a great season, and I think Madrid had Atletico Madrid were fortunate enough that those two teams were out of the race from the beginning of the season, not out of the race completely, but like they had a rough season. You know what I mean? And if, they still if Barca were, were Barca, if Barca was in this kind of decent form from the beginning, it would have been di- completely different. And Barca could have been ahead of by ten points or something. If Madrid yeah, yeah. didn't have all these injuries, Madrid could have been top in first by ten points. I thought they got lucky again with 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 their run of good form. They had a a bad form as well in the last couple weeks before. But again, they they were lucky enough that these two teams were not playing their best football this season. Yeah. And that comes down to it. If they do not win the league, it's literally not embarrassing, but it's kind of like, man, like Madrid and Barca haven't been this poor in so long. And for you to kind of have some trouble with some great quality, with great players in your club and like spending so much money on this manager, making signings every single year. Yeah. Signing Joao Felix for so much. You know what I mean? And Suarez still playing top level football, even though leaving Barca. Like you have a good side, and for you to not come out there and really win the league, it's kind that's, of like that's the only thing I have. Simeone to... and Atleti are bothers, bro. They, that's they the only bend thing. Bend over and give it to Real. That's they the only the UCL. They might do it again now in La Liga. Exactly, and that's the only thing I, I would have to say if Atletico Madrid win it. I'm, I would I would have to say like to just summarize the whole league in one in like one sentence. Atletico Madrid didn't play amazing. That that's why they won. It was more of Madrid and Barca weren't the best. Yeah. Because if Madrid and Barca were, be- oh my gosh, Atletico Madrid in the form that they are now, they would be nowhere near. They were up by t- double digits at one point. How did yeah, they bottle it that much against the Madrid that's true. everyone's injured and a Barca that's shambolic? Like the thing is, Barca went through their their rough phase in the beginning. Atletico went through the rough phase at the end of the season. Both teams had a rough phase, and Atletico kind of held out a little bit longer. Yeah. Real Madrid just got unlucky with injuries. They had a good season. Yeah. And the thing Besides too, it comes down, it, it, it comes, had. it comes down to head to head the matchups, right? Like Celta de Vigo in the last five games, they were like the best form out of, in the whole league. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate that Barca had to come down to play in the second game against, second last game against them, and it comes down to that. The form was just is different. It always changes. Celta de Vigo had the best form in the league in the last five games. They've been, they won all their last five games, compared to Real Madrid who only won. Three of the last five games drew the other two. Yeah. Barca are in eighth place, and we're going to come down to form. Ninth place, it comes down to form. In the last five games, only won one game, right? Like it comes down to it. Like if you really like, they drew, they lost last game, and they drew their last two games. Those points, you need those points. And yeah. it, it's unfortunate. It's and it's 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 literally unfortunate. It's 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 just bad luck. Not bad luck. It's, not it's, bad just, luck. it's just bad management coaching, coaching but again. It, Celta de Vigo were in a great form. They were in a great form going into the Barca game. Santi Mina had a good game. Those two good goals. The second goal hit off the post. He had, a, he had a good shot there after that. And even like when it comes down to even us, us Sevilla when they faced Villarreal, like Baca came and scored three goals. See that? Yeah. And yeah. He's, he was never been the starting uh, striker. And this, 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 this turned up. they started him this game and he scored three goals. Like it comes down to literally getting as many points as you can every single week. Yeah, the end of the season is always comes down to those. You need to perform. Yeah, yeah like if, if we would have won, if we would have won last two games, we could have. Yeah. It would have been a different story. If we would have won this game, it could have been a different story. But yeah, for Barca, that turning point was that game against uh, was it Granada, the midweek game. That, that was, was a it. Point that for was a Challenge. They needed to win that game to go into first. I think wasn't it? 
or something like that. Yeah, because because if if they win that game, then they're in the driver's seat. They they control their own fate. They don't need to worry about other teams losing. They don't need to worry about anything. That was they can go. It. They can tie to Atleti the next game, and everything's still smooth sailing. But that game was the turning point because I think from there, I think they lost a little bit of confidence because they were on good form pretty much up until that game. And then from there, they kind of got a little bit shaky. Sergio Roberto yeah. disaster class after it was, disaster It was that class. Granada game they lost, and then the next yeah. game was against Valencia. They haven't had a, they had a, a hard fight against Valencia that game too. They won 3-2, yeah. but I think they were down once or twice in that game. And then from then, it was just draw, draw, loss. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that Granada game, like you knew if you won this, okay, like you're literally fighting for first. Like, it's easy. But, man... That's football, man. Sometimes you yeah. love it. Sometimes you uh, you hate it. But that's you it, win. boys. Holy. Wait, before we end, yes. I want to give a shout out. Today was a great day for Canadian football. Facts. Um, Oakville, Ontario native Daniel Jefferson became the youngest player in history um, to score on his starting Premier League debut. Scored for Sheffield. Big congrats and to the mandem. Hamilton, Ontario's own Theo Corvianu made his Wolves debut. Wonder kid, bro. Canada's in the rise. Taking it big. Shout out to the mans. That's yeah, the mandem right there. Okay. So, uh, you want to end us off there, Matt or Jay? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's episode. What number is it? 35. Oh, the KD episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe as well. You guys murdered that like button on the Ballon d'Or video. Absolutely murdered Jeez. it. So keep, uh, keep smashing it because you know it does big things. No cap. So smash that. Rate the pod five stars. And drop some comments. Let us know what you think. And we the culture, man. Yeah, Ooh. boys. Keep it up, boys. Later. Much love. Happiness, respect, ciao.